Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello and welcome to Red Men News with me, Chris Pajak. This is Paul Machen and we are, of course, back by The Athletic at your home for written football content, the best in the world. Loads of good writers. We've got James Pearce, we've got Simon Hughes, Michael Cox did a really great one on Liverpool, Chelsea, actually, and Fabinho on Jorginho. Uh, if you want to read that one, you can go over to The Athletic. If you want to sign up, use the link www.theathletic.co.uk forward slash red menus for 50% off your yearly subscription, making it around £2.50 a month. There's no ads, no annoying pop-ups, and it's just great content. Paul, we have actually got an Athletic article to start us off with. James Pearce exclusive New Balance and Liverpool head to High Court in battle over kit deal. Paul, fill us in on this one, mate. Mm, yeah, so uh, we've seen this rumble on for a little while that we know Nike's um, interest in Liverpool has been getting more and more concrete as the, as the, uh, as the pace, pace in recent months. New Balance have apparently got an option in their existing Liverpool deal to be able to match any incoming offer. They have done that. We thought that wasn't going to be the case. We thought that New Balance weren't going to have deep enough pockets. They have apparently matched Nike's offer, which is reportedly in the region, around £70 million a season. Liverpool, however, have claimed that that's not the case because they can't match all the other bits and pieces that Nike So the distribution the stuff is what you're talking about, isn't it? So obviously Nike have stores all over the world and markets that Liverpool want to break into, literally all over the world. Uh, so the Athletic can exclusively reveal that New Balance are desperately trying to stop Liverpool from cutting their ties and linking up with Nike instead. The current suppliers are adamant that they have triggered their right to match Nike's offer and should therefore be granted a contract extension with the Premier League leaders, that sounds good, beyond May 2020. But Liverpool insist... This is not the case, and as a result, New Balance have filed the dispute at the High Court. Um, it seems mad for me. I was, I mean, I was reading this article, and it, you know, there's more in it than what we've discussed so far, Paul. Mm-hmm. But the thing that gets me is, how did New Balance and Liverpool move forward from here if the High Court rules in New Balance's favour? Surely it feels like that is not going to be a great working relationship? No, absolutely. And and you consider as well, it's it, it, it serious paces, yeah. and he goes on to say that New Balance have already got the kits for next season ready. They're pressing on because like, they, 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 they just think we're triggering this. They're not like Nike, are they? are not just going to template them and put them out. You need, <laughs> yeah, need a little bit of time to lead up into this. Uh, yeah, no, so yeah, it's weird and it's... It, it strikes me. I've seen some other bits and pieces around uh, around this saying that it's not as cut and dry as I think New Balance thing. And I don't think Liverpool would dig the heels. And we saw this 
back in the day with the Luis Suarez release clause and stuff on Arsenal, uh, apparently triggered it with their, was it like the £40 million and one pound or whatever. Um, I, I, I can't see that New Balance will come out on top of this, but they might do, and you're right, if they do come out, that's going to lead to a very, very interesting situation. The only thing that could you could well find is that Liverpool then go back to Nike and go, you got to make a bigger offer. Well, hang on, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that, that's it. That's the interesting thing, isn't it? Because it, it feels like, from what I'm reading anyway, that you know you've got to tell the incumbents, which would be New Balance in this issue, be, Nike have outbid you, and you've got to tell them the price so that they can match it. I don't know whether legally you'd be allowed to then go back to Nike and go, oh, you're going to have to put it up. Uh, you, you just don't know how that's going to work out, do you? But I mean, listen, Paul, you care a lot about kits and who manufactures kits and stuff like that. Who would you actually prefer if money was the same? Um, I was, I'm not a big fan of Nike in general, but having looked into it, it's all the bits and pieces around it. New Balance have not been great in terms of providing volume of kits. Liverpool sold out the kits too often in the last few seasons. And some would go, well, that's great because it means success. It does, but you never, Man United don't, don't run out of shirts. No, yeah. exactly. Man United don't run out of shirts. And so I've just done a video of this over on, on my channel, delving into some of the reasons behind this and why I think this might link into Liverpool and the trademarking issue and all this kind of stuff and, and dealing with counterfeiters because when you can't buy a shirt uh, legally, and you really want to share it, where'd you go? Mm. You go to the illegal markets and what have you. So, um, yeah, I... Your so kit design and the, the tracky designs and stuff, would you still sit with Nike on that? Yeah, because, I mean, look, ultimately, Nike make good sportswear. That's a, that, that's a thing. I would rather... It comes down to me, if it was between Nike and Adidas, which Adidas all day long, mainly because you've got, I think, they do better tracksuits, and I think they've got that heritage, heritage with Liverpool, which you can delve back into. Nike are just going to be very similar to New Balance, I think, except just just bigger. So from a pure monetary perspective, uh, and in terms of making Liverpool a bigger global entity, the Nike stuff does make sense. Um, I just think they make crap kits. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, we'll move on then. Uh, obviously, the FIFA Best Awards uh, happened last night. Uh, Lionel Messi goes and wins Men's Player of the Year. Um, is it fair? Um, it's fair in so much as, you know, players vote. Now, what's, what's weird is, did you see the, the voting results? Yeah. So, the, like, apparently... Salah and Mane both got more points for the men's overall award than Mbappe, and yet Mbappe makes the makes the eleven. This team is the biggest load of bollocks that I've seen, and it's it shows that this, these awards are just a popularity contest. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily like it's not like the football writers' awards and people who genuinely understand footy go ahead with stuff. Yeah, just yeah. like these awards that we've won. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but not true actually because we won the judges' award. Yes, uh, with we the football did. Blogging awards in your face. Um, so. The, but, the, but the point is with this is that Ramos, Marcello and Modric did nothing last year. They won the Club World Cup. Um, they had the eight, I mean, in terms of the defenders, they had the eighth best defence in La Liga last season. Marcello only played, like only started like 23 games in the league last season. It's, it's, I, I always say with these things, a lot of it boils down to, you ask your general football fan to create a best in the world 11, and odds are they'll probably pick Marcello. And a lot of people will pick Ramos. Uh, and a lot of people might pick Modric. You you just pick people who come who come to mind. I think a lot of the time. But um, in reality, and it's not even just a Liverpool thing because obviously I think Andy Robertson's the best left back in world footy. And with the fact that they've got three centre halves, I can't understand how Real Madrid have had one of their worst seasons in years and years and years. Had two sacked managers 
And yet three of the players played for Real Madrid last season. Obviously, Hazard's a fourth one mm -hmm. who was playing for Chelsea. Like, they literally got two managers sacked. Yeah. Those three lads right there. Yeah. Um, and yet three of them are in there. Manchester City win a domestic treble. Nothing. Sergio Aguero, Sergio Aguero scored more goals in all competitions than Ronaldo last season and won three pieces of silverware. And you can think, well, Ronaldo won Serie A. Juventus always win Serie A. There's no great achievement in that. In fact, they won less this season than they did the season before. Um, there's plenty of players. Could, I, get, I could get Mbappe and Messi because Messi's just unreal. Goals, goals, goals. But, what, about, what about the voting stuff then, Paul? I think, you know, we've seen it time and time again over the years that Cristiano Ronaldo ain't going to vote for Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi knows he's going to get loads of votes, so, so it makes Ronaldo look bad by voting for him in second place. Um, <laughs> I, it's just, it's a terrible way of doing it, really, but is there another way of doing it? Nah, probably not. I mean, look, it, it, it's just the, the acceptance of what it is. This, this is the people in the industry, people in sport, voting for their favourite players, and, and, and it works out. It's just that, I don't know. It, being voted by your peers is probably a massive thing. So, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're winning it, that probably means the absolute world to, 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 to the players who do win it. I don't know. I, I wonder whether there's a little bit more if you, if you had a select panel of, of, of people who really understood for the inside and out. I'd like to see that World eleven more maybe than maybe than this. I look, I look at some of these ones and I, I think Manuel Neuer's got it pretty much spot on for the first two places. He's played against both of them, got mm -hmm. embarrassed by Sadio Mane and yet was still able to vote for him. Yeah. You know, that that's nice. I mean, he literally embarrassed him. Mm -hmm. To be honest, that goal was unbelievable, wasn't it? But I, you know, I see so many people get wound up about this stuff. I don't really know why. Yeah, you want to see. Your, of course, you want to see your players go on and win individual awards and stuff like that. Like, I think it was a bit of an affront to Pep that he didn't get any sort of anything with the manager's stuff. To be honest, because mm. again, you know, absolutely outstanding season, second highest points total in Premier League history, and three trophies to go with it. And he's not near the top of the manager's well, one, Jürgen which I think Jürgen deserves, by the way. Well, Jürgen but... says it himself, didn't he? He said to Pochettino, he said, the only reason I'm here and you're not is because I, I won that game of football. That's yeah. it. You had Pops a great season, you're a great manager. Like... You know, like, yeah, because he knows. He, he knows, doesn't he? That's, you know, there, but by the grace of God. But he was like, it was also a little... Just in front of everyone, no right to reply as well. Yeah. Best way of doing it. Yeah, yeah. And, and not deliberately, which is the funniest thing about it. Like, but uh, No, it, it is all a bit weird and it's a bit... It, it, it is what it is, isn't it? OK, we'll move on then. Uh, Players' Tribune, Jürgen Klopp's got a Players' Tribune out titled Maybe I Am Dreaming. There's loads of interesting things in here and it's a really good sort of medium to long read. I have actually highlighted a little section that I just wanted to talk about though. Uh, and this is about Liverpool 4, Barcelona 0, second legs, Champions League semi-final, greatest game in Anfield's history. And Jürgen goes on to say, unfortunately the most incredible moment in the history of the Champions League I didn't actually see it. Maybe this is a good metaphor for the life of a football manager. I don't know. But I completely miss Trent's moments of pure genius. I saw the ball go out for a corner, like me. I saw Trent walking over to take it, like me. I saw Shaqiri following, like me. Then I turned back because we were preparing to make a substitution. I don't know what I was doing at this point. I was talking to my assistant. You know, I have goosebumps every time I think about it. I just heard the noise. I turned to the pitch and saw the ball flying into the goal. I turned back to our bench and looked at Ben would be and he said what just happened and I said I've no idea and Phil was going boof absolutely crazy I could barely hear my assistant and he was yelling so do we make the substitution still yeah this is just class he, if ever he, you, you were un, under any illusion that he's just a fan he's just exactly he had the exact same 
Absolutely. He, so he loves footy, doesn't he? He's, he's absolutely made up for it. There's a bit as well when he talks about his, his speech and he was doing like a Rocky oh, Four God, speech yeah. and he realised, when did that film come out? Like the 80s? How many of my squad were even alive when that film came Two out? Who was the answer, by yeah, the way? Yeah, absolutely unreal. Now, it's brilliant. and The player tribunes have all been very good, haven't they? And I think they're, they're a fantastic insight and it should come as no surprise that Jürgen Klopp doing one, who's already a pretty open, funny guy, should do one of those. And, of, co- and of course, he's joined the Common Goal Initiative, which is doing some great work. I think he crashed the website last night as well. Yeah. He's donating 1% of his salary. There's a lot of footballers and managers and coaches are now donating 1% of their salary to Common Goals, which I believe is going to help uh, sort of grassroots football and areas of dep- uh, deprivation and stuff like that, if that's mm-hmm. a word. Jürgen Klopp selects the man who should replace him as a Liverpool manager. Dun, dun, dun! Who is it, Paul? Pep Linders. No, it's not, actually. <laughs> it should be. Yeah, it should be. Absolutely <laughs> right. I agree with that 100%. We were talking about this the other week, actually. I, I, don't, I, I think you might have been on holiday. We were all talking about Pep Linders as the guy to go next because it seems like he's been perfectly groomed for the job. Mm. He obviously mentioned Stephen Gerrard. There's a little nod, nod to Kenny Dalglish in there as well, but we'll scroll down to, the, the, to what the article's about. If you ask me who should follow me, I'd say Stevie. I help him whenever I can. Someone gets your job. It's not about them. It's about you not being good enough. I'm old enough to know that I give, you the, I give this job everything. I'm not a genius. I'm not not perfect, but I give the club 100%. If that's enough, great. If not, then it's just the problem of the situation. And this is an interview out in this month's 442 magazine, I believe, as well. Um, and I'm not liking, Paul, all this talk about Jürgen Klopp's future and stuff like that, if I'm perfectly honest. I know it's like three years down the line, yeah. but it seems like for the last month, all we've been talking about is Jürgen Klopp's future. And again, him mentioning Stevie and stuff, I, I don't like it, but that's because I just want to put my head in the sand and forget about the fact that he could one day leave us. Yeah, you, yeah. slow slow news month, basically, is the reason behind it. There's nothing to be concerned. There's no there's no story in it, is there? Jürgen Klopp might well see out his contract. I mean, as we've seen, he did seven years in his previous two football clubs. If we get seven years out of Jürgen Klopp, then we've done absolutely fantastic. We've probably won a load of silverware. And... It's just enough time that Gerard might be ready for the job. I think. Look, I think Pep would be the would, would be the nice natural progression because, like the boot room thing, you're not totally tearing up the plan <clears> of what's been <throat> working. But we might be ready for a new, fresh idea by that point, and Gerard might well be the man. I think we'd all be made up with that. Yeah, uh, Liverpool's Felipe Coutinho replacement identified as Reds told to sign Premier League hotshots. We've still not done that, have we? Okay, right. Liverpool being tipped to sign James Madison from Leicester in January is a long-term replacement for Coutinho. Coutinho left for Barca, blah, 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 with pundit Noel Whelan believing that Madison is the ideal choice. No one who's watching this under the age of 30 will have a fucking clue who Noel Whelan is. Noel Whelan was class back in the day. He's a proper, like a Premier League, if you had Premier League trump cards, of like, remember this guy, remember this guy, he'd be bang up there. Um, Which, you know, as a player, really good, as a scalpel. Hey, listen, you might be an amazing Scott. I've no idea what Noel Whelan's been doing since he was in my Leeds United side in Premier, in Champ Manager 95 or whatever. Um, <laughs> he's just the, the flavour of the month. Liverpool. The Madison, isn't he? And, yeah. and, and here's the thing. He may go on and have a really consistently great season, but the likelihood is he's going to have another fairly inconsistent season like last season. And this is what happens with young English talent. And there's, a, there's an uproar at the moment for me because he didn't get into the England squad and all that. So his name seems to be bandied around a lot. And he's a good player and he'll be a great player, I'm really sure of it. But it also feels like... 
there'll be loads of clubs sniffing around, but they want to see the consistency out of him because one thing Liverpool can't have is inconsistent players. And I do feel like last season he was a little bit patchy. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure he's he's like flavour of the month as such. I think he's been he was good last year, and I think he's been good this year, hasn't he? I think he's he's one of those that he's on a, he's on a path, he's on a progression. There's no chance Liverpool are buying him in January because there's no chance Leicester would sell him in January. Um, but you know, the summer of Liverpool do go to refresh things. We know we were after him. Liverpool were 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 very interested in him before he moved to Leicester. So wouldn't shock me to see him as move forward. I'm just it's not going to happen. This okay, we'll get into some of the comments now, but do go over and check out Mate TV, Paul's YouTube channel. Uh, weekly, sometimes bi-weekly, sometimes not uploads. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 as as you mentioned before, nearly hundred thousand subscribers as well. Yeah, ninety-five thousand at the moment. We're closing in on hundred k. Um, but yeah, I, I love. Uh, yeah, incredible. I like giving opinions on stuff. It's it's, it's standard YouTube fare. But if you want my thoughts on on things and including the night deal, then go over to that channel and check it out. You can go and check that one out. Uh, we'll get into some of the comments now. Tom, have you got anything going on the New Balance Nike stuff to begin with? Yeah. How you find that? I'm going to go with Stevios. How do you deal? with rude people when I've live yeah live maybe mm. when mm. I've dot 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 been rude done a poo in public um thanks for the two pound super chat but maybe if you want you can send us in another comment we probably won't see it uh with the correct thing you wanted to ask there and if we see it before we go we'll, we'll, we'll definitely answer that question thanks um uh Ross Chanley who's on Aldi he says right, Ross Shows how far we've come when we have two kit manufacturers fighting over us when we were deemed surplus to requirements by Adidas. Yeah, the, the Adidas one was mad, wasn't it? Because I've seen that statement again that's that's been doing the rounds that why they why they didn't want to renew with us, and it was like basically what Liverpool are asking for and what we're getting back in return is nowhere near good enough. Um, now Liverpool are the most talked about, most engaging football club on social media and stuff as well around the world, and Nike are coming back in. New Balance are desperate trying to keep hold of us because they understand Liverpool's worth and we're talking record-breaking Premier League-style deals as well. Yeah. Um, it's mad and it's boss and all it means is that the lads on the pitch are doing the job, which is the best thing. Yeah, absolutely. The New Balance stuff is like that Paul McCartney's first girlfriend who were like prior to Linda when, you know, you're like, oh, you, and, you, and you're with someone until they become famous and then they're like, oh, actually, I'm Quite like to quite like to move on, and I mean, fair play to New Balance. They've, they've grown with us and what have you. But you're right; it's it's a wonderful situation to be in, where you're being courted for loads and loads of money. My only my only issue with this is it it, it would still be significantly less money than Real Madrid and Barcelona are getting their kit deals and less than Man United are getting off Adidas for the... For yeah, the, so Man United are 75 million a year, aren't they? Barca 100 and Real Madrid 98 million yeah. and, and the talk is 70 million on James Pierce's article. I think the talk is 75 on Paul Joyce's. Mm -hmm. But either way, it's definitely not more than Manchester United. Yeah. And listen, I think, you know... Manchester United is a commercial entity and a reach around the world. They're still a huge club. Um we're also you're also talking a twenty to twenty five million pound increase season on mm. season for this deal for Liverpool. So you you have to get to that point, prove that you're able to do it, and then the next contract once you've proved that you're able to do it, you may be able to hit the yeah, sort of stratosphere. What have you said terms wise? I'll, I'll I don't know because Man United's ten years, isn't it? And I think these big contracts are up for a huge amount of time. What was Warrior was three years, was it? And then it went twenty fourteen to New Balance and stuff. So was it twenty eleven we went with? Warrior? Uh, I honestly can't remember. Yeah, I think like it, was, that. it was around 2011, was it? So mm -hmm. we've had them a good long time now, anyway. Um, so we'll get into some more of the comments. Is Paul Copeland 
is Paul copying Ben Kelly's hairstyle now? So Michael Duffy, no, Paul's had that for years. It hasn't moved for years. Ben copies me. You see him his beard lately. Has he got a beard? Well, yeah, periodically, didn't he? Come in. News live. Sorry, I got the L. You took the L as well, Steve Osh. Uh, thanks very much for that, mate. Um, we just don't. We just don't read them out, to be honest with you. And, and it looks like Tom deletes a load of them by... Uh, by I yeah. think that's the genuine answer for it. Yeah. Um, so I quite a lot to talk about James Milder in here. Have we missed something here, Tom? Yeah, I don't think so. Okay, have you got uh, another one mate? Yeah, Michael Duffy speaks about the FIFA Best Awards. He says, Klopp's speech was fantastic. What a leader. Van Dijk and Alisson representing LFC. Very proud. Oh, it was brilliant, wasn't it? We didn't give any Alisson any love for getting the goalkeeper of the year. It's mm. kind of... Expected really, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, because he's the best. I mean, he won the Golden Gloves, he um, I mean, won the Champions him. League, and he won the Cup of America. There was pictures of the three contenders, and it was like Allison holding the Cup of America, it was Edison holding the FA Cup, and it was Ter Stegen just on his own. <laughs> I didn't know he won the Liga, like, but it was just, it was just like, there you go, who's the obvious winner there? No, Jürgen, I love Jürgen using this platform for the right thing. Um, Megan Rapinoe, is it? Yeah, she I thought does. her speech was absolutely phenomenal as well. Like, and, and that's a good thing about these things. I think they can be a little bit of glad handing, you know, and just, you know, self congratulatory, whereas I think both of them are right. Get, you've got a big platform there. You've got loads of money. Use it to use it for a positive thing. No, oh, brilliant. And yeah, listen, you know, massive congratulations to the Liverpool players. If you've enjoyed the video, like the video. Don't forget to check out the Athletic, theathletic.co.uk forward slash RedmenNews. Fifty percent off your yearly subscription, making it around two pound fifty a month. It really is some great written LFC content over there. Paul, thank you very much for joining mm -hmm. me. Thank you, Tom, reading all the comments. And most importantly, thank you for subscribing, for liking, for watching, and for leaving us your thoughts. We'll see you next time on Redmen News, and that be tomorrow. Ta-ra. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.